just one word of caution, you know, don't let him be a public speaker. His, his speeches are way too long, way too long, guys. Okay, just let him play football. That's, that's fine. That's enough. And welcome to uh, another edition of RBLE Global Tracks, Leipzig's first podcast in English, broadcasted to you from Leipzig by Richard and myself, Mario. Richard, how are you today? Hey, Mario. Thank you. I'm fine. International break, finally over. I'm looking forward to what's coming next. You're right. International break is uh, is over. Good to hear that you're okay. I'm all right as well. Let's get going for this week's um, episode. A couple of topics we're going to cover today. Um, starting, like you mentioned already, with the international break. See how we uh, how our players performed. Um, we have some club-related news. And, of course, we're going to be looking forward to this week's end's encounter with Darmstadt 98 at Darmstadt at the... Uh, Merkstadion, Berlin Falltor. I don't know what it's called nowadays. Um, so, Richard, this week we had our international break. Came around quite quickly, I think. And the best and most positive news is nobody got injured. Is that correct? That is correct. At least uh, injured that would have an impact on the uh, ability to play for RBL in the upcoming weeks. Um, so, as I mentioned it... Um, Yeah, let's start with Shesko. Uh, Shesko uh, had a minor injury, a minor head injury in the, in the first uh, Euro qualifying game against Finland. So that he had to be taken off the pitch after 60 minutes. Um, but before that, he scored two times in the 3-0 win against Finland. And uh, one goal came after a successful penalty shot, uh, just saying. Okay, um, penalties. Touchy <laughs> subject. Uh <-huh. laughs> Yeah. By the way, there's one thing I need to mention. I um I discovered on Twitter this week that Haidara was uh, uh, doing penalties during practice. So yeah, maybe this is our new secret weapon. I'm mm -hmm. sorry, just just thought I'd mention that. <laughs> All right, um, but um, yeah, back to this minor head injury. Um, obviously, it was more a precautionary move um, from the Slovenian coach. Um, he was good to start against Northern Ireland a few days later. So start again there in that game. And with his first effort, he um, got the free kick that led to the early and finally only goal in the What one game. Yeah. So Slovenia now um, 19 points in their group. Um, almost qualified for next year. And we will see Chesco maybe for their national for his national um, team in our stadium. Okay. Well with that performance he should still be should definitely be part of the uh, Slovenian national team next year. And you know, wherever these games uh, take place, maybe uh, the draw allows them to come to Leipzig. So he doesn't even even have to leave, really. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Excellent. Who else was um, out there? Of course uh, David Raum. Um, our left uh, defensive back. Um, oh, yeah, yeah he was he was overseas with the German national team uh, to play against the U.S. boys and Mexico a few days later. Um, he did not participate in the match versus the USA that uh, ended with a three-one win in the Nagelsmann debut. 
but uh, came in after 65 minutes in the 2-2 against Mexico uh, mm-hmm. for Robin Gosens. But in my opinion, he struggled a bit to find his rhythm into the game. Um, hopefully he will get himself back into the shape of the first games into the season quickly. Uh, he, he showed what he's capable of doing on the pitch in these mm-hmm. games. And hopefully we will see this version of him soon. In the On the national team, in the national squad and at home, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Um, in our team, because it, it has been really convincing performance, much better than his first season at, at Leipzig. So, um, but it was good that he was uh, he actually got some time um, on the pitch, and um, I guess we will take it from there. Brilliant. So, who else was on duty? Come okay, on, Pete the Wall. Peter Wall Pete was wall. was away, um, but he didn't play uh, in any of those two games against Serbia and, and in the away game in Lith. Lithuania. Lithuania, okay. Uh, I feel pity for him. So I, mm. I wish that he could show that he's back after this long-term injury. Um, but it was Tanish Dibus instead uh, from Ferenc Varos Budapest mm-hmm. who beat a man between the goalposts for Hungary. And, and I'm really anxious to see how this situation develops in the upcoming weeks. I cannot imagine then that Rosa is going to make a change at the goalie position without reason because Yanis showed quite remarkable efforts every time he's on the pitch. So Pete will have to work hard if he wants to be number one again. Mm-hmm. So will we see Yanis and Pete on the roster heading into the next season? Ooh, as it is yeah. now, I would say no. Mm, this is this is really a tricky situation. Is it a little bit like um, Manuel Neuer at Bayern Munich? You know, long-standing uh, goalie, always being first choice. Then he's out for injury, and it's really hard for him to. Well, to be honest, I think Yannis is better than Ulreich. Of course, so this <laughs> and is, this um, it's, no, it's, it's here for for uh, uh, Pete at the moment. Mm-hmm. Well, we just keep our fingers crossed for him. I hope, um, you know, he's, he's, he's going to get back into rhythm. And um, maybe if we still progress in the uh, cup, in the National Cup, in the Dave Bepokar, um, maybe he does get some chances to play there and get some mm-hmm. minutes there. And and to be able to get back, to fully get back into the uh, squad of the Hungary. Okay, but that was interesting. So... But we had more people on the road, yeah, didn't we? More to come. Our Austrian trio, Baumgartner, oh, yes. and Spivald, <laughs> had to play two qualification matches uh, against Belgium and the way at Azerbaijan. Mm-hmm. All of those three started in the two, three loss at home against Belgium. Mm-hmm. Schlager, as, as always, with quite solid, good uh, performance. Um, he's a real machine, you know. I don't know how he does it. It seems to me how he does he's, it. He, he's unstoppable. Yeah, to me, he is. Uh, he's. I, th- I think you can wake him up three a.m. in the morning and say, "Come, <laughs> Schlager, come on, you have to play." And and he will go out there, and put his shorts and, and cleats on, and uh, will show a brilliant performance. I, um, I agree. Do you remember the beginning of uh, was it last season? Sorry for interrupting, but the beginning of uh, last season when uh, was it last season? It seems like such a long time ago when Tedesco wouldn't include him in the squad, and there mm-hmm. was a the response was, "Well, he's not match fit." I can I can't imagine him not being match fit. I mean, he looked at the time he looked like he was ready to play, yeah. And and now he just proves it over and over and over again. It's it's really impressive. Mm-hmm. Okay, but um, yeah, Baumgartner unremarkable in that first game. Mm-hmm. I didn't, didn't really see him. And Seibold, hmm, he had a used evening. 
<laughs> That's how he said it. Yes. He, he, he deflected. Oh, oh, it's a shame, isn't it? It is. He deflected the shot from Luca Bacchio that led to the 2 0 lead for Belgium. Mm. And in my opinion, he acted too hesitant in the duel with, with uh, Doku. Mm -hmm. And uh, so that he would finally pass the ball over to Lukaku to make a 3-0. So, unfortunately, we saw and learned nothing new. Um, rather just performances of Austria that we are familiar with. Yeah, But Austria did qualify for the European Championships for next year, yeah. didn't they? In the yeah. second game. Yeah, the constellation in their group was um, set after they had won in Sweden back in October. So, As Austria took the 3-0 win in, in Sweden uh, back to those days, they were nearly already qualified. And uh, with this 1-0 uh, away win in Azerbaijan, they are like okay. off officially. But that's 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 good news then. So how about um, our players who are playing for Belgium? Well, it's Openda, isn't it? Yeah, it's Openda. <laughs> okay, he, he was uh, unremarkable as well. He started against Austria and, and had a 100% chance to score, but missed it poorly. And was mm. substituted uh, at a halftime, and he did not start against the Sweden, and yeah, didn't play because that finally uh, that game was was finally abandoned after the first forty five minutes due to these um, horrible events that took place uh, before the game at Brussels. So uh, hopefully he and, and Emil will be mentally okay. Yeah, that was really shocking. I mean, it's something I, I only picked it up. To, I didn't watch the game and I only picked it up on the night. And with all the uh, crazy things going on in the world right now, um, it is just it is just um, devastating that these things happen. And it was the right call to to stop the game, abandon the game. Um, and, and my thoughts went out to, of course, the, uh, the families uh, affected. And, and um, I did check with some people, some friends in, in Brussels to see if they're safe. And uh, my thoughts also were, and that evening, um, can or will Forsberg or Penda be part uh, of this week's or this week's encounter with Darmstadt? Um, can they just go back to normal? And maybe, maybe Forsberg is, is more affected than, than Openda um, because um, if, if, two of your countrymen were brutally more murdered, um, then surely it does affect you. So how about Forsberg? How, how is he um, performing in those two matches for Sweden? Mm, he didn't participate in that first friendly against Moldavia. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and started then uh, against Belgium, but I, I couldn't um, manage to, to find any footage of that game. I don't know. And yeah, as you said, this it just doesn't matter. Uh, mm, it doesn't. What happened in no. that game? Okay, but let's talk about Shabi. Are we missing? Is this everybody already? No, 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 no. There are oh, three more. There's more. Yeah, there's more. Xavi. Xavi had to play two qualification matches uh, against France and and in Greece. Mm -hmm. He started against uh, France. And he had a newest evening, uh, just like Seibel too. He didn't score or was, was involved in any way uh, in that lonely goal and that one-two defeat against France. Mm -hmm. and, and even worse, he was partly responsible for the first goal that came from Mbappé early into the game. Um, as, as he, even plain and simple, refused to attack Jonathan Claus, who was 
barely outside the right side of the penalty box and who had all the time in the world to send over a cross right on the head of Mbappé. Mm -hmm. And he was later on heavily criticized in public for that scene by Bond's coach Ronald Koeman. And in my opinion, that was, that was the right call. Because that but was that's really, unusual, isn't it? Uh, but it was a really poor performance. Yeah. He, lost, he lost a tackle um, that led to this uh, chance and, and then um, didn't uh, took any effort to, to try to regain the ball. So what do you think how, how Xavi, Xavi is going to react to that? I mean, he's very young. He's always been a top player. Like he, we discussed last week, he's also nominated for awards. Um, and um, it's, it, looks, it seems to me that these, these are some basic things he didn't do during that match. And now he gets heavily criticized by the by the coach. So judging by his character, how have you seen him so far? What do you think his reaction is going to be? I think sometimes it's necessary that lessons are learned the hard way. And maybe this time. And I think that was um, that was uh, the way uh, Coach Kuhlman tried to uh, wake him up. He said, okay, you're extremely talented. You're one of the best players and young players in Europe so far. But... Um, you have to be a team player as well. I agree. And do you think he's going to bounce back with more work? He's going to put in more effort, more work, or is he going to sulk, be just insulted? And mm. hard to tell. I hope. Okay. Uh, I hope It'll be interesting will. to see. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see. I hope. I hope he uh, learns the right lessons because um, it is normal that things don't go right. But it's, you need to show effort and put in everything you've got. Mm. Um, easy for us to say but if if i look if we look at our jobs the things that we do that that's the same thing it's just the attitude okay um we're still missing somebody aren't yeah. we yeah we're still missing somebody yusuf paulsen yusuf paulsen yeah uh, for I, Denmark. Even, I even noticed that that he yeah. was uh performing really well wasn't he mm -hmm. but okay um I spent. Uh, I spared this uh, crucial info. <laughs> oh, First, okay. I want to talk about um, the match against Kazakhstan, um, where he came in after 69 minutes and tried everything to could to score. He was good at that evening. So he had uh, two, uh, one or two good chances to to score, and unfortunately was denied by the uh, by the by the Kazakhstan keeper. And the other header um, went wide right of the goalpost. Um, mm -hmm. And he came in after 62 minutes uh, in that European qualifying game against San Marino. And only a few minutes later, he scored legit. Okay. Wow. Legit. The most important goal for Danish Dynamite since 1992. I'm not kidding. Um, it's it was, use it was, of time. It was the game winning <laughs> goal in the 2 1 win over San Marino. <laughs> Just imagine, imagine Denmark would have would imagine Denmark would have to drive home with a draw here. Oh, oh, oh boy! Not only that, this would have been an embarrassing result. Um, also, these two potentially missing points could have been painful in terms of the upcoming matches uh, to qualify. But luckily, Yusuf scored um, right. for the first time for since uh, September 2021 for okay. his national team. And so, luckily, we can talk about that in a conjunctive mood. Brilliant. Can you can you imagine Tim Turker being there? Go for Team Denmark! <laughs> <laughs> I just think, and everybody just goes, Yusuf! Paulson! Yeah. Brilliant. Now I'm really happy for him. I mean, um, 
it's it's really extraordinary how long he's been with RB Leipzig already and playing at, at top level and uh, especially towards the end of last season. Remember his role um, during the cup final in Berlin? Um, that mm-hmm. was a game that was a game changer. And and I'm really surprised that he features now really regularly um, in the starting eleven. So um, well done, really good. Okay, and nobody nobody got injured. That nobody is brilliant. Injured, no. Everybody's coming back, and there safe was and sound. a nice personal success for Castello Lukeba. Okay. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, he was originally right. nominated for the France Under-21 national team. Um, but due to the absence of Chelsea's um, Axel Diazzi, um, he was nominated for the men's national team afterwards. Mm-hmm. So um, instead of two games against Bosnia and, and Cyprus, um, he was with the squad against the Netherlands and then in the friend- friendly match against Scotland. He didn't play against Xavi in the Netherlands, but... He um, had his debut for Le Bleu as he was sent into the game for the final minutes as a substitution for, for former OBL player Iprima Konate. So the oh, song, so the that rings a bell. <laughs> <laughs> Another guy in the wrong shirt now. Thank okay. you. <laughs> Okay. beautiful no this is really yeah. i think all in all that was a pretty good break uh for most of them some of the players well hopefully their form will pick up uh when they play for rb leipzig because at the end of the day this is what we need and looking at the uh upcoming schedule for this year we only have 14 competitive matches left um so it is quite tight and the next uh, international break will be around, I think, 12th November. And until then, we have seven very decisive games, including, is it two encounters versus Rodestern Belgrade? Belgrade as well, isn't it? Yes. Red Star Belgrade. Yeah. Um, so that's going to be very decisive. But there was some club-related news um, uh, in the last couple of days. And number 44, uh, Kevin Kumpel, um is going to stay with us a bit longer, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Until 2026. Yeah, contract He's going to be old. He's going to be really old. How old? <laughs> mid-30s, 35, mid, 36. Mid 30s. Yeah. Oh, he's but he in such a good like shape. It. I think he's, he's, uh, he's, there, he's really um, essential for the team and for, for the club, and I'm really, I'm really pleased he's staying. Um, he didn't join Leipzig straight away. I think there was a detour via Dortmund, or Leverkusen Dortmund, something like that, a couple of years ago, and then he finally came to Marby um, Leipzig. Now he's been with us for, for a long time. And um, just one word of caution, you know, don't let him be a public speaker. His, his speeches are way too long, way too long, guys, okay? Just let him play football. That's, that's fine. That's enough. No, really good news. Um, other news, I think some players are potentially returning back to, to training. Um, is it Almo and Henrich who kind of recovered and are coming back? Is there anything more that you know that I'm just mentioning here? No, Olmo and Hendrix are back in team training. Mm-hmm. Good. That's a very, very good news. Excellent. And yeah, hopefully they will be able to play at the weekend. Already? Wow, that would be good. That would be good. And that leads us nicely to our preview to our, with our tri- to our trip to Darmstadt. <laughs> Close to Frankfurt, Darmstadt, Funkstelle. Um So, Darmstadt 98. We have met them before, haven't we? Mm-hmm. But when was the last time? Because they haven't been around in the uh, first tier Bundesliga for a bit. Do you I remember think, a couple of years ago? Yeah, I think it was back to 2017. 
17? Yeah, that long? 2016, 17, they was promoted to the... Okay. So 2016, they were promoted to the first Bundesliga, mm. but was relegated uh, right after one season. So I think, yes, 2017. I thought they had returned in the meantime, but but I might be wrong. And I just noticed they kind of refurbished their stadium a little bit. Um, mm -hmm. I read about 1,500 RBL supporters will be out there in Darmstadt. That's not, that's, I think that's not a bad showing. I think the... Uh, um i think they they used all the tickets they they could get for that part um and so we will they will be able to hear us and see us of course we're never there we don't even exist don't forget so let's have a look at the uh Darmstadt, the opponent and see what you think richard introducing our next opponent their baker check so richard who are they SV Darmstadt 98, Lilien, oh Lilien, oh Lilien, enlighten us. Okay, Darmstadt uh, 98, so to speak. Um, I think this is a, a solid Bundesliga team. And when I say solid, um, I mean that, in my opinion, they won't have anything to do with relegation, okay? So basically, they had this, uh, the same players on their roster that uh, was in their roster last season in the second Bundesliga and had mm -hmm. some, some key additions uh, especially uh, the defensive department um, in person of Maciej Maglika and, and Christoph Klara um, that are pillars uh, in their new formed um, uh, central backfield and they lost the first three games against Frankfurt, Berlin and, and Leverkusen and to me it seems they are struggling a little bit to get in tune with that uh, higher tempo, with the higher quality that is uh, played in the Bundesliga. Mm -hmm. um, but after those first three games, they found some ways to compete. Um, and especially against Gladbach, um, where they led 3-0 at halftime. And, I agree, yeah. And if Maglika wouldn't have sent off short after the start of the second half, um, I, I'm pretty sure the first win of the, of the season would have came in that game. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, okay, they had some ups and downs, and the next game was, was a little downer against Stuttgart, where they really, really performed not good. And they won the last two games against uh, Bremen and Augsburg, and mm -hmm. they dominated them during the whole 90 minutes, or nearly the whole 90 minutes. So, yeah, I think this, this game will be differently um, compared to the game we saw against Bochum because Darmstadt wants to play football, will not park the bus. Good. Now they are well-rested. So besides oh, no. Jasula, <laughs> um, they had only two other players with international duties. Um, but Clemens Riedel uh, for the German under-21 uh, injured, so could not participate, and I'm not quite sure if he's able to play. And Oskar Wilhelmsson, this young Swedish guy, was also nominated for the Sweden under-21. But these, those two uh, letter um, mentioned are not that important for the common starting eleven that is sent on the pitch by coach mm -hmm. uh, Lieberknecht usually. Um, but we have to keep an eye on, on Wilhelmsson because he scored already. He scored that lonely goal in that 1-5 defeat against Leverkusen. That was a nice header. And yeah, I think this is a strength of, of Darmstadt's um, the, 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 the heading game. So they are strong and uh, physically strong and uh, tall players and in their 
offensive department, so we have to we have to avoid free kicks in our own half. Okay. Um, six of the eight goals at home came in the first half they scored. Eight um, goals, okay. Yeah, eight goals they scored at home in, in their three games. And they recently gained confidence. So so I yeah. I expect them to go on full speed as soon as the match starts. So we have to be awake early on. And so maybe some players to watch. Um I mentioned Oscar Williamson already, but I didn't I, I don't um expect him to start. But usually we will see Tobias Kempe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He takes the duties for dead balls and he does this very well. So we have to avoid free kicks, as I already said. Um Fabian Holland. Um, he's a strong defender and a prolific passer. So, if if, uh, if he has if he has the ball uh, down to his feet, um, we have to we have to be careful. So, because he sees the open spaces and is capable of of um, yeah, playing balls deep in, in our own half. Mm-hmm. And finally, Tim Skarke. Wow, he he scored in the last two games and had plenty of chances on top. Um, so. He's in a very, very good shape with lots of confidence. So keep an eye on him. So what do you think are the best ways of beating them? How are we going to do that? I'm quite confident that we will see a different face um, than we saw from our players against Bochum. Um, If we, as I said, avoid free kicks deep in our horn wharf, half be awake from early on and try to stretch their defense. by using the whole width of of, of the pitch, uh, that gives us more space in the penalty box. Mm-hmm. This, uh, will be crucial and keep pushing, keep pushing, keep pushing until the final whistle because there seems to be a minor lack in, in Darmstadt's stamina. Mm-hmm. Um, I recognize that after 70, 75 minutes, um, they uh, had conceded more goals than in the first um, yeah, 60 minutes. Having said that, um, their squad is rested, ours really yeah. isn't. Yeah. So how are we going to accomplish that? Or do we, uh, is our team, will our team basically be in a better physical shape anyway? I hope so. But if, if you look into detail, um, we wasn't that affected from exhausting international duties than we have been before. So, okay, Plaswig will be in our goal uh, no doubt about that he's rested too Henrys, in my opinion so if i would coach rose i would put him on the pitch in the starting 11 and, and not um, send him in from the bench because as i said we have to be awake early on we have to be with our very best players available from the first um, from the first second so Henrys, i expect him to start and our defense Stimakar and Lukaba as center backs, but Christoph Lenz as a left back because David Raum, you know, Germany played against Mexico um, 2 a.m. European time mm. on Wednesday. So I don't know when he was back, uh, maybe Thursday afternoon. I don't know. Uh, I don't think that he was uh, back in Leipzig um, somehow. A bit earlier, um, uh, nobody, nobody seemed to have charted a private yeah. plane. No, nobody like for those two Dortmund players. Um, we we have to play on Friday night. I mean, fair enough. Okay, so <laughs> I, so I think Lance will, will start here. Okay, so would you like to reveal your starting eleven? Okay, so I start again. Blaswig, Hendrik, Simakan, Lukaba, and Lance. So Kampel is rested too. Oh yeah, Schlager, as I said. Th- 
is is a machine can always play. So um, <laughs> I expect him, I expect him to be in in a, as good as shape as he was before the international break. Hopefully, Olmo is ready to go from the beginning. From the start. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Xavi is is a young boy. Uh, recovers quickly. Yeah. And he needs to play. And Openda should start and Chesco because yeah, we need the best of both both worlds. We need this technical tricky player like Openda, and we need this header monster like Benjamin Chesco. Benjamin Chesco instead of Paulson? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. But it it it's quite likely that Paulson may come on in the second half. Yeah, I, I expect him to come in. How after about uh, our friend Timo Werner? Mm. Do you see any part for him in that? Mm. Or what, what 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 would have to happen so that he maybe doesn't be in the starting eleven, but comes on to come is is going to be substituted in later? If we use our chances and maybe go within two or even three goal lead into the second half or, or gain something in the second half. We maybe will see Timo, but mm. he seems to be out of shape again. And it's really sad, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, it is. Because so, he, he scored that goal versus Gladbach, game winning goal, really, really difficult to do. And um, then he got injured, and now he seems to be out of shape again. There were some rumors on social media that there might be a possibility for him to transfer. In during the winter break, and uh, one of the rumors said that uh, Eintracht Frankfurt might have been interested, but they are not happy to pay his, is it 10 million euros a year um, salary? So um, too expensive for their roster. But it is a shame because he, he uh, did come from uh, Chelsea to Leipzig, bef- was it before the World Cup, and the uh, intention to get regular games um, in order to feature in the uh, squad of uh, Germany during the World Cup in Qatar, and of course he got injured. Um, and now it's a similar situation. Um, he needs a club where he can play regularly on, on, a, on a higher level as well, I suppose, to be able to um, get back into Nagelsmann, um, German football team, uh, for next year. And now he doesn't seem to be able to get uh, past Yusuf Paulsen. And um, I'm not really sure in those 14 remaining games that we have, matches that we have um, this year, if he's going to be able to get back into the starting 11. Um, Seems to be quite challenging. But still, we keep our fingers crossed. And didn't we mention before, we believe in Timo. So Timo, yeah, keep on moving. Don't stop. Oh, no, I'm not going to start singing. (laughs) All right. So this is your starting 11. Um, I'll keep my fingers crossed. I predict we're going to escape through with a 2-1 win. What do you think? 3-1. 3-1. You're the optimistic guy. Okay. I'm going to play that to you next week. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm I'm pretty sure sure that both teams will score. Giannis won't have a clean sheet. Oh, damn it, Giannis. But anyway, as long as we score more, we're okay. Okay. Thank thank you. Thank you, Richard. That was really interesting. So that kind of wraps up this edition. It was quite long. Oh my gosh. I'm so sorry. But um 
there was lots to talk about. So we had a look at the international break, some club-related news, our preview for Darmstadt. Um, this has been Richard and Mario of RBLE Global Tracks, the first podcast in English about RB Leipzig from Leipzig. Um, you can find us um, on Twitter. Um, on the uh, social media um, you can also leave us uh, send us an email at talk to us at rbleglobaltracks.com and the uh, show is also available on your favorite platform to listen to it would be great if you left us a nice review and um, if you have any comments do get in touch we'd love to hear from you so until next week I understand it's going to be soon because there are a lot of games coming up. So probably, probably at the beginning of next week, we'll be recording again. Richard, thank you. Have a good weekend and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you, guys. Auf geht's, Leipziger Jungs. 